freedom. There is liberty in Jesus' name. You may have your seats. My name is Michelle, and I would like to thank my father in the Lord, Prophet T.B. Joshua, for mentoring me and teaching me what it is to be free. Viewers around the world, church, give me your heart this morning as I share those words of freedom with you that he has taught me. Are you ready? Nothing resonates more in the very foundation that makes us a human and in the innermost being of our souls than the word freedom. Tell your neighbor, freedom. Many wars throughout history for the cause of freedom. Freedom is such a sweet thing. We all want to be free. And we all know when we are not free. But what exactly does freedom mean? What exactly does freedom mean? Freedom is personal liberty as opposed to bondage or slavery. Freedom is the exemption from external control and interference. Freedom is the power of self-determination attributed to one's will. Freedom is the quality of being independent and having an independent mind. Freedom is the state of being unrestricted. Lasting happiness and bubbling joy comes from loving Jesus. True freedom is the ease of heart and peace of conscience derived from walking with the Lord. But remember that our freedom is also Satan's aim, his goal, his prize that he aims to take from us and he uses our weakness he uses our situations as his principal weapons. Freedom is the lifestyle of every child of heaven. Are you a child of heaven? Then your lifestyle is freedom. For it is for freedom that the Father of lights sent his only Son, Jesus Christ, to set the captives free, you and I, and to bring us out of bondage to bring us out of darkness no one can help you to come out of darkness without the author of light only Jesus Christ the author of light can help you to come out of darkness Satan cannot help you for he is darkness the book of John 8 verse 36 says that if the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. Are you free today? 
Are you free today? Yes. The liberation of the spirit man is what Jesus is talking about. He's talking about your freedom. That he paid the ultimate price on the cross to give you. So let's read together in that book of Galatians 5 from verse 1. Galatians 5 verse 1. Are you there? Galatians 5 verse 1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. Do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. That is what Jesus says, my brothers and sisters. So right now, Calm that storm, break those chains, step out of that darkness and be free. And that is the title of our message, Be Free. Tell your neighbor, be free. Be free. Viewers around the world, be free in Jesus' name. Yes, let's read together also in that book of 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians 3 verse 17. And let's hear what God's word says further. Now the Lord is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Hallelujah. Yes, where 2 Corinthians 3 verse 17 says, And now the Lord is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. You are a spirit being. And your real value is your spirit. Not this flesh and its desires. Your spirit. Your life is all about your heart. And your heart is your spirit. Your heart is the prayer room and dwelling place for God Almighty. Therefore, your heart must always be alert and active. It must never be dormant. The human spirit, when it is free, is alive and sensitive to the spirit of God. You need a free spirit to connect with heaven today. Viewers around the world, you need a free spirit to connect with heaven today. You need a free spirit to attract the spirit of God. But when our hearts are troubled, when our spirits are troubled not, and not free and worried and troubled by the lures and cares of this world, it loses its sensitiveness and becomes useless as an instrument to act on God's word. To be free, I mean freedom, does not mean that you will walk in a constant state of euphoria every day. I mean pleasure, problem-free life. No. Freedom does not mean gratification of fleshly desires. Freedom 
challenges, crisis and pain will never come your way. No. Challenges, crisis and pain will come. They must come. But pain, crisis and challenges well managed result in a strong spirit of man and a deeper relationship with your creator. In the midst of challenges, in the midst of crisis, in the midst of pain, make sure it is the tool of God. For we must always be led and guided by the Spirit of God and rely on Him for strength and assistance in everything we do. Laying our soul under His influence and operation. We should worship God with a fixedness of thought, with a flame of affection, with all that is within us. You can never live God's word. You can never act in God's word with a panic-stricken heart in the midst of crisis. You need a free spirit to see the way out mapped within it. Do you know that it was the free spirit of Apostle Stephen that allowed him to see his exit into glory and the pleasures of heaven even when the pain of each stone of death hurled at him could still vividly be felt. Do you know that it was the free spirits of Paul and Silas that allowed them to be free even in the chains of captivity? Even in the reality of the chains of captivity? Because they had free spirits. To be free spirited is to be independent minded. To have an independent mind that is only controlled and influenced by God. And not by the opinion of men or what the negative sense evidence around you looks like. A liberated spirit is a free spirit. Anytime you want to pray, anytime you want to be in the presence of God, you need a free spirit. So put a to find your spirit. The spirit of God wants to connect with your spirit. Are
free. Choose to be free. Hallelujah. Yes. You may have your seats. The question, I choose to be free. But how can I set my spirit free? Whatever you are worrying about, whatever is troubling your heart, whatever difficult and trying situation you are passing through, whatever crisis is threatening your peace, instead of, instead of it to grip your heart with fear and panic, and hold it hostage with worry and anxiety. My brothers and sisters, set your spirit free by seeing the real value in that crisis. It is a test that when passed will lead to promotion. It is an opportunity for you to grow spiritually and an aid in developing a holy character in you. Yes, there is value in crisis. Did you know that? We don't want crisis. We don't want crisis. We want joy all the time. But there is value in crisis. You were created to be the head and not the tail. You were created to be a legend in your own field. Great leaders have learned to see the value in crisis. They have learned to see the value in situations that seem impossible. Great leaders, great men and women. Yes, because that situation separates impurities and allows the character of God to grow in you. Challenge and challenges is the object of change and to promote and to propel you into your divine destiny, into your divine glory the way it did Apostle Peter. Peter's challenges at the seaside, his disappointment, his frustration propelled him into his divine destiny. And Apostle Peter became one of the greatest apostles to walk this earth, whose legacy still stands today and whose legacy will stand forever. Because of challenges that he passed through, he knew the value in challenges the value of crisis peter learnt it that day when he met jesus that you are a christian does not mean that you cannot be attacked there is appointment in disappointment when god is involved you're not out of touch as a christian do you know that don't think you're out of touch no satan can attack you if allowed by God. Remember Job? Satan can attack you if allowed by God, but that attack will increase your desire to love God the more. It's not to destroy you. A time of attack is a time of promotion and improvement. Each challenge will take you higher. 
Each challenge you face will take you where? Higher. Challenges must come for us to grow because we are seeds growing. But when the tempter comes with overwhelming temptation, overwhelming challenges, your faith may fail in the heat of battle, but not fall off. Your faith may fail in the heat of battle, but not what? Fall off. Because that faith is your seed, is your root. It remains in you. That is what Jesus Christ said to his disciples, that I pray your faith, my disciples, will not fail. That means that your faith can fail. It can, but not completely, not utterly. God is saying that if something happens that shakes your faith, know you are born again. Know you are born again. If something happens that shakes your faith, know that you are born again. It is a test. It is a test. Don't allow your weakness, don't allow your hard time to affect your faith and wipe you out. Don't let your situation ruin you. You can be attacked, but you cannot be destroyed. Your challenges are meant to take you higher. Amen. As long as there is flesh, this flesh, mistakes will come. Mistakes will come. But God has given us so much capacity to learn from our mistakes. Mistakes will come. You will not fail. You will learn from them and move on. Each time you make a mistake and setback comes, don't get discouraged. Don't give up. It's a test that will lead to promotion. I said earlier that we were created to be the head and not the tail. We were created to be legends in our own field. Anyone that wants to be a professional, be it a doctor, a lawyer, an architect, an engineer, you name it. You know what you need to go through, the processing. You need to pass and write many different tests and examinations, isn't it? So the same with our spiritual lives. Spiritual growth and promotion comes after we have passed the tests. Every one of us, every true child of God, wants to improve their relationship with their Creator. They want to improve their relationship with God. And this is the time to do it. During times of difficult circumstances. Not during times of pleasure. During times of difficult circumstances. Because God has given us so much capacity. He has given you grace. No mistake, no grace. Do you know that Satan uses our situation, our hard times, our pain, our weakness to get at us and draw us into sin? He uses that. We should not be ignorant of his ways. Immediately that attack comes, your thoughts change. You begin to see God in a bad light. And in fact to pray becomes very difficult. 
because your heart has been overwhelmed, has been captured by your situation. And your heart is your life. That is the only thing that can change your heart. And nobody can pray to God with a worried, troubled, and panic-stricken spirit. Your enemy knows that. He knows it. That's why he uses it as bait to get you. Remember, there is always real cheese in the rat trap. There is always real cheese in the rat trap. He uses your situation as bait to disconnect you from God. Your enemy knows that what carries you is your spiritual life. Not your fame, not your fortunes, not your possessions. He knows that with your heart you see God. Your enemy knows that if you fail in your heart, you have failed. So therefore, my brothers and sisters, capture your heart. Take control of its thoughts or Satan will. Tell your neighbor, capture your heart. Capture your heart. Take control of its thoughts and be free in Jesus' name. Viewers around the world, say to yourself, I will capture my heart. I will take control of my thoughts and I will be free in Jesus' name. Yes. You know, sometimes in life, we work so hard without a corresponding reward for our effort. And the weight of the disappointment enslaves our heart and our spirit to the degree that we fall into depression and get discouraged because things did not work out the way we planned it to. But know that you may plan, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the plan will be executed. Amen? Each time you make a plan for the future, know that you are not the executor, God is. Having this consciousness will allow your spirit to remain free. Amen? Yes. And remember that freedom does not mean freedom to sin. On the contrary, sin is the road to bondage and slavery. Let's read together in that book of 1 Peter 2 verse 16. 1 Peter 2 verse 16. Are you there? 1 Peter 2 verse 16. Freedom is not freedom to sin. 1 Peter 2 verse 16 says, Live as free people. But do not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Live as God's slaves. Live as free people. But do not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Live as God's slaves. Amen. Let's also look at that book of Galatians 5 verse 13 very quickly. Just Galatians 5 from verse 13 we read Galatians 5 verse 1 earlier we're just going down to verse 13 Galatians 5 verse 13 says you my brothers and sisters were called to be free but do not use your freedom 
to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly and in love. Amen? A very good example is a train that is running on its tracks. We all know a train when it's running. We get different kinds of trains. You get speed trains, you get trains, freight trains. But a good example is a train running on tracks. A train is only free as long as it stays on its tracks. The moment it jumps its tracks, it's free from its rails, but it's not free in the most important sense of the word. It's a freed wreck that can't go anywhere. It's free but not truly free. You'll agree with me. So too you and I. You can only remain free as long as you stay on track under the check and conduct of the Holy Spirit. The moment you lose focus and jump your track to entertain fleshly desires and indulge in sin, you are plunging into self-destruction. And before you know it, your life has crashed. And progress has come to a screeching halt. Because the Bible says that the wages of sin is stagnation, failure, rejection, disappointment. The wages of sin is death. Sin starts in our hearts. The wrong you have done, if you think about it, started in your heart. So guard your heart, as the word says. Cap capture your heart. Take control of his thoughts. Hail his name and be free in Jesus' name. In conclusion, earlier we said that one of the descriptions of freedom is the quality of being independent and having an independent mind. The problem we have today, my brothers and sisters, we are not different. We do not stand out from majority. We don't stand out from the crowd. We are not different. And that is why it is so difficult for us to realize who we are. I pray in Jesus' name that you will experience difference in Jesus' name. I pray that you will experience freedom in Jesus' name. Come on, let's rise to our feet. Do you know that there is a difference that you have never experienced in your life? A difference that is so unique that it will make you to forget the pain of the past. Begin to walk in that difference. Come on, tell your neighbor, walk in that difference. Viewers around the world, walk in that difference. Yes, live in that difference. Tell yourself, I am living in that difference right now. Begin to act in that difference. Begin to talk in that difference. Yes, begin to act and talk and live that difference that will put the pain of your past perpetually behind you. May God bless his word. And I want to leave you with this final thought right now. Live your life different and be free in Jesus' name. Yeah.